What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to get a little something, something out of the way, and that will be the announcement for our next episode. The movie that we will be doing will be a little bit of an extension of our 420 celebration, and it's going to also be our first at-the-theater episode, meaning that we are going to go see this first run. And it's coming out on 420, of course. And it's Super Troopers 2, which, interestingly enough, the first movie is uh, one that we did not actually bring up in this episode. So I felt that it was best to come up here at the beginning of the episode and go ahead and make that announcement. And the episode after that, I don't know, it's probably going to be Tommy Wiseau's The Room or... I don't know. Maybe Joseph Cantu needs to go ahead and pick a movie or something. (laughs) Well, everyone, have a happy 420. Light that shit, smoke that shit, pass that shit, and on with the show. I'm Bo Maddox with Joseph Cantu, Elijah Cantu, and Robert Ortegon. This is Collateral Cinema. Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We are podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so smoke them if you got them, my friends. Smoke them if you got them. And speaking of 420, that is the focus of today's episode. We are celebrating 420. That's right. The great stoner holiday. We all love it, right? Joseph? You already know. This yep. is Joseph Cantu, the one and only, and my son, proud to say, Elijah Cantu. Hi, my name is Elijah Cantu. How you doing, Elijah? I'm doing good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So have you ever uh, listened to any type of podcast or anything like that? Nope. Nope, never? Never. Wow, no kidding. Well, time to get your feet wet today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're de- definitely getting your yeah. feet wet here. And like I said, we are focusing on 420. We are, we're going to get super baked, of course. Well, you know, at least most of us. But Most of us, yeah, <laughs> most of us. It's always good to spectate. Yeah, it's always good to spectate. That's right. The rules on what not to do. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. And the movie we are focusing on comes from 2001. It's a pretty funny movie, honestly. It's uh, by Jesse Dillon, I think his name is, and it stars Method Man and Red Man, and it's How High. What do you think, Joseph? What did you think about this movie? The sky's the limit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, It's definitely going to be an adventure, and we're going some places people have gone before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, definitely. Elijah, have you ever seen this movie? 
Uh, no, I have not. Oh, this is kind of an OG film for us, man. I yeah, mean, we we are we're. This is like Friday, Friday after next. It's kind of like kind of instilled in our heritage. Yeah, yeah, in our stoner <laughs> heritage, uh-huh. so to speak. Uh, Joseph, when was the first time you saw this film? Uh, probably uh, when did it come out? <laughs> Two thousand one. Yes, exactly. That's when I saw it. Oh, and you, I've seen it at least a hundred thousand times after that. Yeah, this is kind of a movie that's in heavy rotation for our little group of friends. Well, it's kind of like I think it's for the world of friends because I think it's like the adult version of Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sort of. <laughs> oh man. I mean, there's so many great uh, references to uh, to other movies, like to college films, to buddy films. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely like a uh, American Pie uh, slash, you know, college. I th- I think it's a little better than American oh, Pie. Oh, it's, it's definitely like col- the movie College. But oh, definitely, better, but way better. Yeah, I mean. I don't know how it would compare to something like old school, which is kind of, you know, that's, that's a college that's a movie. Different class. It's in a different <laughs> kind of uh, college film territory right there. But Well, they're bringing the ghetto to the... the exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what's great about this movie is that what you, that's exactly what you get. You get a bunch of movies all wrapped up into one, really. Mm-hmm. They're not used to that kind of culture. I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, like I said, you get the buddy film, of mm-hmm. course. You know, you got two guys that come together and they face adversity or whatever. And, and speaking of that, you know, my son is about to step into the foot of the college realm. Uh-huh, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. And right. congrats to uh-huh. uh, win, getting a scholarship for his yeah. hard work. Uh-huh. That, a, yeah, congratulations, yeah. man. That's great. Yeah, th- this is actually a perfect movie to uh-huh. for him to be on then. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, this is about two guys from the ghetto. They find a way to get into Harvard. <laughs> we're not saying you're ghetto, but... <laughs> no, we're not yeah. saying you're ghetto, but, you know, you're... Are you, living on, about dorm? The Are you living on dorm, or are you going to be staying um, home? I'm going to be staying home. Uh, at least you stack your pockets up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because, I mean, dorm life can be kind of expensive. Yeah. I imagine, I mean, yeah. there's always going to be somebody needing some kind of ramen oh, noodles yeah. from you. <laughs> at the very least, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, ramen noodles, yeah, it's the same in uh, jail and in college. It's pretty much currency, I wouldn't right? know, but... <laughs> so you say. So I hear. <laughs> I have the internet, you know, YouTube, we yeah. get around. <laughs> but that's another that's thing... That's how I travel by internet. <laughs> but that's another thing about this movie is that it kind of breaks some uh, certain stereotypes about types of characters that are in these types of films, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, usually, typically, they're, like, straight-up slackers, and they, like... Oh, Exactly. You know, but Actually, here, I mean, thugs have an education and are probably pretty intelligent. Oh yeah, and these guys definitely mm-hmm. have an education. Well, I mean, you if know, you like, can if you can imagine and create escape routes, I mean, your mind is is way beyond oh, normal certainly, level. Certainly, <laughs> certainly, yeah. Like I mean, Silas, he I mean he already is using his uh, his herbal skills to make medicine, pretty much. I mean, he's pretty mm-hmm. much pushing medicinal stuff, and uh, I think. Uh, what was the red man's name? It was uh, Jamal, right? Oh yeah, of yeah. course. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And J- Jamal, he he's already the first person in his family to go to college, you know. But I mean, he's just that kinda, sounds about right, you know. Yeah, but he's just, he's just kind of. <laughs> there might be in. one in every group of you know. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger family you have, the more odds you have of family members going to college. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah, I got a big true. Mexican family, you know what? <laughs> I'm proud to say that we have a lot of our cousins and family members that actually have education. That's great, man. Yeah, you know, They're not all taco flippers. <laughs> and that's another good message about this film is that it does kind of advocate a good education. 
Oh, exactly. you know, it's all about getting an education. Just right. succeeding and keep on going. Yeah. Keep on trucking. Yeah, I mean, and it still has all the trappings of a stoner film, you know? I mean, it's got the silliness. It's got the random humor. Like, like remember that scene where they're at the THC office and the, that uh, lady is giving them their, uh, their test scores and that little elf comes out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, you can go in next. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly, it's like, yeah, man. Where's, that... where's Tinkerbell when you need her? Exactly, right? It's like, damn, that shit must be that good. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I especially love the scene where they actually meet first up. You know, they sh- oh yeah, oh. parking lot incident. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely there'd be there'd be something like the AC turning on on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, got blunt. Uh huh. Got weed. That's pretty right. much how it is. And I remember Method Man and Red Man kind of saying that that's what they wanted to do with this movie was kind of portray stoners in a more not so much completely realistic, but in a more favorable light, you know, where it's not like just all it's the same stereotypes. It's not always a dark cloud, huh? Yeah. You'd like to put the sun ray in the sunshine. It's like, yeah, these guys are smoking weed the entire time, but they're still going to school. They're still, like, trying to get high but scores. But they're cheating. That's the main point you don't get. <laughs> but I don't know. Is it really cheating, though? If you have a ghost I mean, telling you the answers, like, that's called cheating. But it's, <laughs> it's coming from beyond the grave, But though. it's not from your mind. Even so, I don't know. If it's from somebody else's, it's that's, not that's, yours. That it's seems cheating. like a <laughs> that seems like a gray area to me. Uh, yeah, of. you would be. Are you, are you from the CIA? <laughs> Part of the government? <laughs> <laughs> you, are you Fifty Shades of Gray or just Fifty One? <laughs> um, I, I think I might be at least a hundred different shades of gray and white. Uh, <laughs> you know, in anything. I but. know it. I know it. That's what happens when black fades out. <laughs> it turns gray. But man, Method Man and Red Man were great in yeah, this movie. They actually, like they should have been brothers. They probably were brothers yeah. at another time. I mean, they should have made more movies together. I mean, I remember they tried to make a, a television series together very briefly, but oh, yeah. that didn't last long. I think it was on Fox. Yeah, they probably bought a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say I, but you get the picture. I don't know, man. I mean, Method Man's a respected member oh, of the hip-hop I've community. Seen He's MTV probably show cribs, and he had uh, his regular two-story house, and uh-huh, yeah. like a regular neighbor. Yeah, straight up. He I mean, said, I won't a, spend my money on expenses. So. He seems to be a pretty humble guy, actually. You know, in many ways, but I mean, he plays a great character here, though. You know, like he's always on one hundred percent. He's probably saying himself. <laughs> in many ways, I he's think he acting is. Like himself. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, Meth Man going all the way back to Wu Tang. I uh-huh. mean, he's always been a force on that group. You oh, know, yeah. like M E T H O D man. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love that? Uh, that's, that's something we grew up to. Yeah, that Run DMC right there. <laughs> Pretty much, man. That's our Run DMC. You know, I guess the kids nowadays they have like uh, Odd Future. I guess that's. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I'm too old. I've showed I've showed you some Odd Future. Yeah, I probably, I probably okay. chose to forget. Elijah, about I'm it. sure you know what Odd Future is. I chose nope. to forget. No, about like that. Tyler the Creator. You don't know him. No, nope. I've wow. heard of it. Yeah, but it's like if it's not my kind of. Yeah, I got genre, you. I don't. I don't I like. I don't. If it's not your, I don't era. necessarily like. I like. Like for instance. I don't collect anime. I don't buy. I don't go looking uh, for anime. That's yeah, so I no. mean, why I don't listen to it. You know. What I mean? Yeah, that's true. Personally, I'm not too big in an anime. I've, I've never. Don't get me wrong. I have yeah. been oh, introduced through that yeah. to Bowen. We're and going actually, to actually. There are some awesome. Like there clips. are some good stuff in there, but yeah, we are going to feature at least a few of the really good right. ones. Oh, you know, yeah. like Akira or Perfect Blue or whatever. Ninja but scroll. Right. But anywho, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a really great stoner comedy. I mean, but. 
Yeah, right? bring your lawn chair, Doritos, and a bag of... Uh... <laughs> it, it's just so much fun to put on as a background for anything. It's like good to put on at a party. Like if you have a group of people, mm-hmm. like you can put that on the background and it could just be like you could have the tunes jamming and everything. I mean, it, it makes for good party material, I think. No? <laughs> I, I completely never, agree. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, and everybody... Hey, it's a classic movie. It's funny all the way through. You'll definitely oh, sit there and watch or, it and it's going to be a treat. Even if you're a, a non-believer, you'll uh-huh. still you'll still enjoy the movie. If you get if you catch his drift, yeah. you know if you're one of them squares. <laughs> 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 but then again, I don't think you'd be listening to a 420 friendly podcast if you were that square. I, I don't know. Or watching a movie like How High, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. It what do you is think? rated a PG, so uh, it's rated R. Actually, uh, I mean, there's there's lots of <laughs> lots of pervasive language and. Drug use, well, alleged wow. drug use, you know. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prove it. Fucking prove if it. If it was real, it wouldn't be on TV. Oh, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a feeling that they were straight up no, really I smoking. I, I'm going to agree with myself and say, prove it. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that they were actually smoking some herb while they were making that movie. And they, I mean, there, there's plenty of instances where they're straight up smoking I'm just pulling your leg. and everything. <laughs> what, but what do you I still think it's not true. You don't, you don't think that they were I smoking real weed? I no matter what you say. I think that they were smoking real shit. Well, shut your mouth when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you don't shut blow, Don't blow smoke in my face on 420. <laughs> <laughs> that means the wrong thing. Only you females can do that because <laughs> yeah. I love you too. <laughs> right, right on, right on. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is it's still a classic, still being sold and still making money. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember like reading somewhere. I think on Wikipedia that they they were trying to make a sequel to this. Oh, and supposedly most all of the original cast members, which it's a great cast, by the way. But they, they should have been there, but they got high, and then they, no, it's they, like they, the song. They were they were attached to it. I mean, they're just trying to uh, write the script. I think there was a script that Redman didn't really like, like he was having a hand in uh, writing it and everything. But I mean. I think that this deserves a sequel, like mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah, I mean, th- there are certain movies you always want to see another one. Yeah, like there needs to be another half baked. I think definitely a more modernized half baked. Now, especially in the era of legal weed, you know, I mean, that ha- that's that should be interesting, actually. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we will be de- we will be going into all kinds of stuff about this movie. We will be going into the characters, you know, Method Man and Red Man, of course. You know, like we're going to be talking about the many scenes and memorable quotes and everything. And also, we might be imbibing certain substances while we do so. Yeah, Pepsi Cola, <laughs> uh, cheesecake, cheesecake, and yeah, you know. mm-hmm. Funyuns. Yeah, Funyuns. yeah, you know. And yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna go into like the genre of stoner films a little bit as well. You know, like it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have Robert here. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if Frankie will be here. I pretty seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt that. But it's all for right. Various we'll, reasons. Fill, we'll fill in. We'll fill in. We'll fill him in. Yeah. And you know, we can take care of it. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this will be a fun episode. So roll it up. Whatever you have, like if you have dab it up. This is your little intermission up. moment. So uh-huh. this is an introduction to a beautiful day. A and, beautiful, beautiful day. And we'll be back to continue. Yep. And right now we are going to go into our plot summary for 
2001's How High, directed by Jesse Dillon, starring Method Man, Red Man, and Light That Shit, Smoke, smoke That, that shit, shit, Pass, pass that, that Shit. shit. <laughs> so go cry in the car, roll it up, and come back after your Celine Dion. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> yeah. Via Wikipedia, and spoilers are ahead. Two underachieving pot smokers, Silas and Jamal, are visited by the ghost of Silas's recently deceased friend, Ivory. Ivory was cremated, and Silas used his ashes as fertilizer for a new batch of marijuana. While both are sitting in the parking lot before taking their THC exams for college, neither is able to smoke his individual marijuana stash without the help of the other. They soon discover that smoking Silas's new batch summons the ghost of the recently deceased Ivory, visible to just the two of them. Ivory tells them the test answers as they take the test, and they both score perfect scores. Several dubious colleges offer the pair scholarships, but none of them are appealing. Eventually, Chancellor Huntley suggests the two apply to Harvard University. Once there, they meet Bart, captain of the rowing team, his girlfriend Lauren, I Need Money, and their roommates Jeffrey and Tuan. Once they are settled in, they visit Dean Carl Kane, who tells them that per the terms of their scholarship, they must maintain a minimum grade point average of 2.0 in order to remain at Harvard or else face expulsion. Jamal joins the rowing team, hoping to outrank Bart. Silas enrolls in the botany class to develop his herbal skills. They both enroll in black history together, although there are two other classes in which they have enrolled alone. Throughout the first half of the school year, they pass every test with the help of Ivory. Silas continues to woo and study with Lauren while Jamal dates the U.S. Vice President's daughter, Jamie. Also during the first half of the semester, they pull pranks and steal, which angers Bart, Jeffrey, who is pledging for a final club, and Dean Kane. Things go downhill after Silas and Jamal's raucous Halloween party. At the party, Gerald, the volunteer officer whose bicycle was stolen and crushed by I Need Money, steals and smokes the ivory plant, leaving the pair without access to ivory. Silas begins working on a truth serum for his botany class using plant extracts. Silas concludes that if his experiment works, he will earn an A in botany and a guarantee of a next semester. His experience fails numerous times. Before midterm examinations, Jamal suggests they go to a graveyard, dig up a smart dead guy, and smoke his remains, which they attempted to do with John Quincy Adams. Silas suggests simply that they study hard for a few hours a day while high. They try Silas's plan, but it does not pan out as they end up failing almost all of their midterm exams. Desperate to stay in Harvard, they try Jamal's plan, but it proves fruitless as well. Meanwhile, Gerald, who has morphed into a complete stoner, sees Ivory during one of his binges and, at Ivory's behest, returns the remnants of the Ivory plant to Jamal and Silas. Due to Gerald's abuse of the plant, very little remains and Jamal and Silas continue to fail their classes, which pleases Dean Kane. With the last final exam approaching, Jamal and Silas resign themselves to give up. However, Jeffrey reminds Silas of his guarantee of another semester if he can successfully fix his truth serum experiment. Silas ultimately does, having found a solution in which the last of Ivory's leaves could be used to counteract nausea. Nonetheless, because of their low grades, Jamal and Silas do not receive an invitation to the Harvard alumni party. Dean Kane, clearly thrilled with this result, tells Bart he does not have to worry about the pair showing up or staving in Harvard. However, that changes when Jamie invites them both as her dates, as her father is an alumnus. At the party, Silas makes things a bit more interesting by testing out his truth serum experiment, which proves successful. At Lauren's presentation at the alumni party of Benjamin Franklin's artifacts, she shocks everyone with her discovery. The artifacts turn out to be a bong. 
Dean Cain is outraged by this finding, but the chancellor decides that he has had it with the dean and fires him. Jamal and Silas are proud that the serum worked, a celebration that was almost short-lived as Dean Cain returns and unsuccessfully attempts to kill them both. He is eventually apprehended by Secret Service. At the end, Jamal and Silas are able to stay, Jamal and Jamie get approval of Jamie's father to date, and Lauren leaves Bart for Silas because Bart can't satisfy her. What is this that I found in your bedroom? Ma, it is a lamp. And this is where you turn it on at. Hey. Mm-hmm. Do you want to <laughs> They've always had high aspirations. Got blunt. Got weed. Now they're taking a shot at higher education. If I study high, take the test high, get high scores. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. These scores are going to get you into any college in the country. Join us at Reparations Technical Institute and learn hatred for the white devil in a relaxed campus atmosphere. Next. Taking a vow of celibacy. Next. Harvard. Music. Artists. And the women. Mm. Shit, I gotta roll up that joint, dog. This institution has graduated countless Fortune 500 CEOs and six presidents. Method Man is Silas. Are we in the right place? Shit, we got a black man for a teacher. What's up, bro? Red Man is Jamal. This is crew. Jermaine. The name's Jamal, and I'll mess your crew up. It's rowing, Jimmy Jam. N.W.A.? Kid, what you know about that? Uh, I love niggas with attitudes. Just be cool, and you might have some fun this semester. We're having a costume party, and we want all the hoes out here to come. Wait a minute, did you just call us hoes? I meant that in a good way. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Silas, I know what you're trying to do, okay? You're trying to fricker. <gasps> Give me some power. Oh! Oh! This winter. Forewarning, gentlemen. See, I'm looking for the ecstasy, for the pot, for those shrooms. Yeah, we're looking for that shit, too. Give me some Opportunity. We're virgins. Oh, no, no. Yes, yes, yes! Academics. Me and Jamal here. We're all about good grades. Is that right, Mr. King? Hell, mother. Yes, sir, Dean Kane, sir. And respect. (laughs) My bad. Did I spoil a moment? (laughs) Are going up in smoke. How high? How did I fail women's studies? I love bitches! All right, welcome back, everyone. That was our synopsis for the 2001 stoner comedy, How High, directed by Jesse Dillon, I believe his name is, and starring Method Man and Red Man. I'm here with Robert Ortegon. Unfortunately, Joseph and Frankie are not able to join us, so it's just going to be the two of us. What, what do you think, Robert? Yeah, should be fine, right? Yeah, and, and man, I got to tell you, I'm pretty baked right now. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Oh shit, man! I, I'm I'm fucking stoned as fuck, <laughs> and that is that is appropriate for this movie, man. I mean, this is totally a primo stoner film. I mean, it's not something like that I would say is an actual good movie, but for being a, for a stoner movie, it's pretty beyond uh, what everything else is in that particular genre, yeah, right? Pretty early two thousand one, right? Yeah, it came out in early two thousand one, and. I mean, I believe that Method Man and Red Man, they were the ones that really pitched this movie, especially Red Man. And what are your general reflections on this movie, 
Robert, like the first time I saw it, yeah, I like graduated. See, I graduated like 2007. You know? Yeah. When I first saw it, it was like, okay, I want to start piling up this, the Stoner movies. How high, Days and Confused. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. All of them. Car Wash. Car Wash is a good time, one. Right? Yeah, that, that's definitely time. a good one. Snoop Dogg. I mean, mm. I re- I remember seeing this. I think roughly in my early to mid twenties. Maybe just a little while after it came out. It, I mean, that was around the time when I first started smoking weed, like, mm-hmm. like seriously. I mean, and, and that shit really hit me hard, you know, first <laughs> time that, that that I actually smoked. And goddamn, man, this movie right here. I mean, I've seen it many, 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 many different times. It never gets old. It, it never gets old, you know. I mean, another movie like that that's similar is Half Baked, of course, which yeah. we're going to talk about a little bit here in a, in a little while. That's, yeah, the movie's yeah. great. But I mean, I really, really like kind of the stream of consciousness that kind of the comedy kind of feels like in this in this movie. You know, I mean it. It, it seems to be just coming from someplace and just keeps going and going and going and going. And it, that's what makes it so well suited for uh, for watching while getting stoned, you know? I guess young stoners, right? A young stoner audience, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, even even older stoners like us, you know? Yeah. I mean, th- this, is, this is a movie that honestly means a lot to me in many ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't have a really great... Uh, Reception by critics on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 26%. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> but the audience reception is pretty decent, actually. It's a good 79%, I think it was. Mm. So, I mean, there's definitely a disparity there. I mean, people do like it. It is like a cult classic, pretty much, right? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. How many times have you watched this movie high? Uh, Pretty much every time, right? Every time I watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that might be seem like kind of a stupid uh, question, but mm. yeah, we're we're high. We're high. No, nothing is stupid here when you're high. Nothing's wrong with it. Oh hell no, hell no. Nah. I mean, and it had a very interesting impact on stoner culture. I mean, like Redman states that there hasn't been a stoner movie that's done justice to portraying stoners in the way that uh how high did you know i mean while like half-baked is more of a it's more of a depiction of stoner culture it's like how high is more of a depiction of straight stoners in general yeah right yeah all stoners yeah and yeah there's like the stereotypical like slacker stoners but the burnout and then the, the burnout the teacher then the <laughs> <laughs> we're not even watching the right movie though Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is weird, but we do have Half-Baked playing in the background because we can't get How High to play because it's on some kind of weird four-disc collection or whatever. Mm -hmm. And anybody who collects DVDs or watches those types of movies knows how uh, janky those things can be. Yeah, when you don't have the remote at all. I mean, I think that this version of Half-Baked, it doesn't even have a freaking... uh, like text on it or anything it's it's ridiculous honestly like characters like eddie murphy (laughs) yeah but yeah both of these films had a great impact on stoner culture but like i said how high is to me a little it's a little more superior because in a way it's a little more timeless i mean for some reason half-baked feels very dated 
in many ways. Yeah, I think it still holds up, right? I mean, it still holds up, yeah. but it feels a lot more dated than how high is. And that's weird because you do see a lot of examples of... It's uh, like 98, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, how high came out in 2001, mm. you know? So, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> going off topic a little bit. No, we're, we're discussing two movies is what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I guess that's appropriate. We should go ahead and maybe talk about just how, about stoner movies in general. And, you know, I mean, where do you think how high fits into the overall lexicon of films like Up in Smoke or Dazed and Confused? Like, any number of the Cheech and Chong films, honestly. Um, Or even like Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express, bro. Yeah. Where do you think how high fits into all of that? Like right at the top. Right at the top. I think it's a classic. Yeah. I, I think I think Entertainment Weekly, they actually um, put it at number three of their list of greatest stoner movies of all time. Actually, people so, keep watching it. Right? I mean, yeah, people keep watching it. I mean, it's still a very watchable movie. I think you can download it on YouTube. If it's there right? on YouTube. I mean, you can stream it on Amazon. I yeah. think it was on YouTube. I was on Netflix for I think a little it, bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that it definitely kind of stands up to a lot of those more, you know, those older, more timeless uh, stoner classics. Like, how, how about, how do you think it compares to something like Up in Smoke? Like, I don't think that that's a real great comparison, but... It's like two, that, two buddies just meeting each other. Yeah, I mean, it, other, there, yeah. there's a similarity there. It's, it's definitely a stoner movie and a buddy movie at the same yeah. time. But, of course, you know, Method Man and Red Man, they added some different elements to their characters, you know? A little bit different than uh, Chong and uh, Teach and Chong. Yeah. What was that other one with the uh, Devin and uh, something? Devin oh, and, like, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that's the one with Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. They they made a... Uh, yeah, they made a movie called... They made a movie called Devin and Mac Go to High School, and it was obviously trying to be a little bit too much like How High... Yeah. You know, like it was trying to be how high for the new generation, but it kind of fell flat in many ways. I yeah. mean, I, I couldn't even really explain why something like how high works, you know, other than just get high and watch it, you know? This is all the blunts that guy was rolling. Like, oh, yeah, there's so huge, many blunts rolled in <laughs> this movie. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. But excluding how high, what is your one of your all-time favorite stoner movies? One of my all time, besides how high is, it has to be Dazed and Confused. You know? Dazed and Confused, yeah. yeah. That that was a Richard Linklater film, I believe, right? Or even uh, even Fast Times, Richmond High, right? Yeah, that had Spicoli. That's like, right. He was, Sean Penn pulled that one out of his butt. Right? I, I like to think that in many ways, Spicoli is where we get a lot of our, you know, atypical, you know, uh, stoner surfer, traits. Surfer, Z boy, yeah, stoner. <laughs> yeah, sir, it's more the surfer stoner variant. And and that's another thing is that how high really kind of showed a, you know, a different set of stoners. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it was also different from the way that something like Friday depicted their characters. Oh yeah, you know? we, we left like, that one out completely. Yeah, we <laughs> totally forgot Friday, man. I mean, that's that's an impactful film in its own right. I mean, like 1996. Right? Yeah, I mean, and that's very much just about somebody smoking weed for the first time when you really think about it. You ain't got no job. <laughs> yeah, you got no job. May so, as well smoke some weed, you so know? I drink. I mean, that's another classic stoner movie that we'll get to at another time, perhaps even at another 420, yeah. you know? 
How do you think How High stands up to that movie? I mean, yeah. that's a good question, actually, yeah, right? Because I love them both, really. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah. I don't think that they're the same in quality. No. I mean, yeah. I think quality-wise, like directing and acting-wise, it's like, yeah. Ice Cube had music yeah. for that movie, yeah, too. Friday yeah. is the superior movie there. But, I mean, yeah. I think in spirit, they kind of have a link there. Yeah. You know? On the right on the right page together, I guess. Yeah, I mean, along with the Cheech and Chong films. Those were yeah. in the 70s, right? Jeez. Yeah, 70s, Jeez. Uh, early 80s, many cases. And then they got their stand-up, too. Right? Yeah, they had their stand-up going, and they also had a, a band that they were releasing music as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that other than, like, How High and Half-Baked, a stoner movie that really, really resonates with me is Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Grandma's Boy, right? That's like one of my other all-time favorite stoner films. It's, it's Happy Madison, right? Production? Yeah, that, that's that's Happy Madison, and it, it's honestly one of their few stoner movies, and that one is another one that works on many different levels, you know? Like, like for instance, you know, the whole uh, element of it being in the gaming industry and everything, you know? Oh, I mean, stoners and gaming. Like stoners Halo. and gaming, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that just goes together like peanut butter and jelly, yeah. pretty much, you know? You know, basically Halo was hot at that time, right? Halo 2. Oh, Jesus definitely. Christ. Yeah, it was. You Everybody know, Xbox, Xbox had just come out. There was PS2. Jesus Christ. Call of Duty, they got their warfare playing too. Yeah. In many ways, that was kind of the end of a golden era of gaming mm -hmm. to me. I think you know? so too. I think it stopped um, at Halo 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Grandma's Boy, I mean, that was a movie that. It didn't really follow the normal the normal stoner genre, you know, tropes and everything, you know. Yeah. In a way, then that's because it was coming from a more, from a more nerdy angle, you know. Gamers, gamers yeah. And their ner yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like, hey, you know, nerds smoke weed as well. Nerds like to party as well. That movie had a uh, what's his name in it? It had uh, Jonah Hill in Jonah it. Jonah Hill. It? Yeah, it had Jonah Hill. The super bad. Yeah, that that was a movie that actually helped to put him on the map. Like after that, he did super bad, right? Yeah. And that, in its own right, is kind of a stoner movie in a way, right? I mean, he did that one movie. Was it like, uh, yeah, with Justin Long there in yeah. college. That was a good movie. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, Pineapple Express, right? Or are we thinking of something different? I'm thinking of something else. Because I I gotta tell you, I haven't even really seen Pineapple Express really just yet. I, I don't know why. I mean, that's uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know why I haven't sat down and watched that yet. Man, it's hilarious. Yeah, you need to watch it. Yeah, seriously, man. I mean, as far as stoner movies go, like, I mean, what 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 is it like, generally? I mean... Oh, it's like two stoners like me and you just meeting each other. <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind, kind, of, <laughs> kind of that whole formula, but within, like, an action movie construct? Yeah, they... Uh, right on. I get to get framed. What's his name? He's, uh, Seth Rogen like leaves a joint outside of the uh, drug dealer's house. Oh and shit! He, he ends up seeing somebody getting murdered. Oh shit! And so you know he only has the the only weed in town is Pineapple Express, and he recognized it. Oh, and he no. sold that weed to one dealer. <laughs> oh fuck, man! So well, hell yeah! I guess I need to sit down and watch that watch it because <laughs> the whole time they're running from this guy. Look. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's man. hilarious. It sounds like it's got, pretty it's good. It's got Danny McBride in it, believe it or not, too. Oh, yeah, Danny McBride's in it as well? Oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> well, fucking A. Hell yeah. 
Man, what other stoner movies are there to talk about, honestly? Like, what are we... It feels like we're still leaving something out. Yeah. You know, I like... Jesus Christ, what else? Oh, yeah, the the horror movies that came out, uh, Evil Bong or, and Bong <laughs> of the Dead. Bong of the Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, 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 we need to bring those two movies Evil up. Bong. I mean... All full moon. Yeah, <laughs> stoner-centric horror. It's like, I mean... I don't know. As a horror fan, I they're don't, hilarious. The first Evil Bong is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, as a horror fan, I don't get it. But as a fan of stoner comedies, I'm just like, oh well, yeah. okay then. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with it. That that works. It's like Nukem High. Yeah, Return, um, Return to Nukem High. New, Nukem High, but with a <laughs> but just with a lot more weed. Yeah. Hell's yeah, hell's yeah. Yeah, I mean, and also yeah, I mean Doug Benson. He had that uh, documentary called Super High Me. Oh yeah. Yeah, was, I mean that that was, that was where, for one month he uh, he was completely sober, and then for another month he would just in the next month he just got baked every day like hardcore like even more than he already did beforehand. Yeah, like just just to compare the effects, you know, and that that's definitely an interesting movie to check out. I de- I recommend everybody check that Super one out. Me. Hell yeah, definitely. Hey man, get that car fixed, yo. Come on, clock. Boy. Get the fuck out of here, man. Look at this little ass bag of fucking weed. <laughs> yes, Lord. Woo. Damn. Good as hell, dog. I'm Jamal. Peace, silence. So you trying to get something to bring them nerves down too, huh, bro? Yeah, I figured if I study high, take the test high, get high scores. <laughs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that car. Is that fire? Get Shit is called the ivory. It's the shit. That's the ivory right here. God damn. That is the shit. Wow. Hey, yo, pass that, kid. I just gave it to the guy in the back, man. Guy in the back. What's up, dog? That's ivory. Nah, that's the ivory, bro. Damn. Oh, shit. Yo, 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 silence. Chill out, chill out. Silence. Word. I am dead, but this is what happens when you smoke your boy. Holy shit. Man, let me try that. Silas, relax. Now, can we talk about this back in your car? Look, I know how you can get high scores. 
So, Method Man and Red Man's characters, Silas and Jamal, what's your take on them initially, Robert? My take on them, I guess, just two guys just trying to make it through college, just really, I don't know. And I think that that's what kind of makes this a lot more different than other stoner movies, is that it it injects those elements of the college movie, and that actually kind of influences how the characters are written in a way, you know, because... You know, Method Man, uh, his, like Silas's character as a character, like he already has a He's pretty like botany, right? Yeah, he already has yeah. a pretty successful herbal operation going. Yeah. You know, the I other mean, one just wants to graduate. Yeah, and the other one, yeah, he's uh, Jamal. He's been uh, in uh, community college for like what seven years? Seven years. Seven years. Out twelve of years out of this. One. <laughs> 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 Fucking a, dude. Like seriously, man. But, I mean, that's really what's cool about it is that it really is all about just uh, two guys trying to go to college and actually make something of themselves, you yeah. know? I mean, I mean, never mind their actual reasoning. I mean, they, they're they still successful. Yeah, you know? I mean, can't say anything about them. And, and they also never mind how they did so. Like, I, I don't know who I was arguing with about it, but, I mean, somebody was said, like, hey, they were just straight cheating. It's like they they didn't legitimately go through college in that movie. Like, what do you think? Yeah, that's true. They had their buddy. They had their buddy, but it's like, that's kind of a little bit outside of anything that can be controlled, really. Yeah, those questions. I mean, that's Ivy League stuff. I don't think I'm smart enough for that. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I remember reading of a uh, kid that his uh, scores were so badass, he got accepted to all eight major Ivy League schools. Jesus Christ. It's like, could you imagine that? Hmm. Oh my goodness, man! That that would be amazing. It's like congratulations. I I don't remember his name, but I mean congratulations to him. Yeah. That's like yeah, Jeez. that's that's fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do some kid. <laughs> and and another thing that's interesting about these characters, uh, Jamal and Silas, is that because uh, they're a little more industrious, you know, I mean they're not the typical slackers that you usually see in stoner films. Or like. But, Thugs, mostly. Like, or thugs, mostly you know, it's like, like <laughs> it's like they're neither of those really, man. It's like, I mean, no. yeah, they're, they're a little, no <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, they're definitely a little, uh, little gangster, I guess you could say, you know, but it's like not, not to the point where they're portrayed as criminal or anything. Yeah, they're just... In fact, I think there's a deleted scene where uh, Jamal was uh, actually arrested and they just went ahead and cut that out. And honestly, I think that was a good move, actually. Because honestly, I think that if they would have injected anything like that, like it actually would have detracted from the movie. Yeah, honestly. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Also, I mean, whenever their plan goes uh, goes awry, it's like they decide, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna go ahead and study. It doesn't work out. It doesn't but work it's out. Like, all ifs. <laughs> you still gotta uh, you still gotta admire that you know they're still gonna try to stick through. To it and everything. Let's just smoke some regular. And smoke study. some, smoke some regs and fucking just study. That didn't work. <laughs> and, and once again, they were just roll blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt. Oh yeah, that big fat motherfucker that they uh, smoked before they started studying. It's like no. And then he blows the dust off those books. Oh. <laughs> <But> he studies. <laughs> Like, seriously, man. Jesus Christ. But also, personality-wise, they're a lot more confident, too. You know, I mean, they're not, like, uh, they're not exactly losers, you know? I mean, yeah. they, they know what they want. They know what they're there for, and they are working to 
get it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean in, in other stoner movies, like, like take, for instance, this is one that we actually forgot, Dude, Where's My Car? Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott, Sean I believe. Sean William Scott. Now, compare it to those characters. Those guys are just mediocre in every way. Those were idiots. They were fucking idiots. Like that whole, I mean, it made for some funny, some really silly comedy that admittedly hasn't aged well. I mean, I know Bill and Ted's not a stoner movie, but I I get stoned and watch it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's a stoner movie, I guess. You don't actually see them smoke anything. No, I mean, it's... It's It's kind of in the same way that Beavis and Butthead are obviously stoners, but... You know, no. you never see them actually get high or anything. I'm sure we were talking, you wouldn't even see that on television and like characters actually being high until like that 70s show. What about really. that show, Weeds, remember? I mean, Weeds, yeah. but I mean, that came a little bit uh, later. Yeah, that's like 2000. Yeah. yeah late it's like, I mean, that 70s show, I think that started in the late 90s, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, I mean, that predates it. And yeah, it actually showed people baked out of their minds just bullshitting another ashton kutcher <laughs> yeah yeah another another ashton kutcher that, that's funny <laughs> oh man why didn't he do more stoner movies he, he's a natural for it i think freaking uh he would or he was a natural for it for a little while well he's a lurse i think he's an okay actor yeah. he's pretty good i mean he's not anybody that i would like go out of my way to yeah. see their films but yeah I mean, exactly if one of his movies was on, I'd watch it. I mean, they're, they're funny. And if he did more stoner movies, I'd definitely watch that. But, I mean, you can you compare Kutcher and uh, Scott's characters from Dude, Where's My Car to Silas and Jamal. I mean, for, for fuck's sake, I can't even remember the names from the Dude, Where's My Car guys. I don't remember their no. names at all. Like a bunch of aliens looking for their... I mean, I remember a bunch of the silliness, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, it feels like Dude, Where's My Car? It's only tangentially a uh, stoner movie. Because you only ever see that goddamn dog get high. <laughs> I swear, you only see the, the that little chihuahua dog smoke smoke a bowl. That's because he's Mexican. Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> Chingawe. <laughs> Excuse me. Are we in the right place? Anyone? 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 You? Anyone? You? Uh, as I was saying, Harvard isn't for everyone. Oh, shit. We got a black man for a team. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, bro? We straight. We straight. (laughs) As I was saying, you probably been locked up more times than me and your ass put together. Get him. Oh, green Jimmy the Cricket suit wearing ass motherfucker. Get him. Oh, short Colin Powell haircut having ass motherfucker. Get him. Little Angela Davis mustache wearing ass motherfucker. Get him. Little Richard Pryor short cut fade having around the side wearing motherfucker. Little Sammy Davis Award Jr. Afro haircut having ass motherfucker. Get him. Little Dynamite Disco Danny Devastating. Get him. Little Don Cornelius with a haircut. Gentlemen. If you don't mind, I'd like you to sit down. I would like to continue. Excuse me. Watch your toes. Watch the corn. Excuse me. Thank you for your entertaining anecdotes. It's like, what, what, what do you think of uh, the whole love triangle between Silas and Bart and Lauren? Lauren. Oh, I think or, it's hilarious. <laughs> what was what was her name? Um, I'll call her. 
Lisa Turtle from Saved Lisa by the Bell. Lisa Turtle, yeah, that's right. It's all, it's all girl from Saved by the Bell. That's right. Lisa from Saved by the Bell. She she was actually adorable in this movie, I think. Yeah, still hot. Yeah. Timothy yeah. Am- not Timothy Amber Amber Thiessen hot, but yeah. Well, she, she was really cute, honestly. Yeah, she's cute. Especially in that uh, Marilyn Monroe get-up. That was <laughs> very cute. Bart, Mr. T. But another character that's really interesting and that builds up the initial conflict of the movie is Dean Kane. You know, obviously that's an interesting play on, you know, there's an actor named Dean Kane. Well, they're trying, he's trying to get him thrown out. He's trying to get him yeah. thrown out. And, I mean, the interesting thing about this is that the relationship between Dean Kane and our main characters, Silas and Jamal, it illustrates some very interesting uh, dynamics when it comes to like class struggle. When, you know, when it comes to upper class versus lower class, a little bit. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, he just I don't I don't think he really thinks they belong there because yeah yeah he sees yeah. them as lower than him. He sees them as thugs. He sees like, them as what? thugs. These guys yeah, are trying to better, better themselves, really. I mean, the, the interesting <laughs> thing is, is that. Typically, that would be a role that would be played by a kind of a, a white person, you know, and he would be the intolerant jackass, you not, not know. Richard but, Pryor. <laughs> but this was literally like a black man versus two other black men. The only difference was, you know, upper class versus lower class. There you go. Yeah. You know, it's like I kind of thought that that was an interesting portrayal there. Yeah. You know, and when he gave him the brownies and the blackness came out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that, that was a little bit of a swipe at uh, so called, you know, that was funny. So called sellouts in that particular community. It's like, which I'm not going to speak of any further. I mean, that's, that's a whole nother issue altogether. But. I mean, when it comes to actual social class, I mean, there's even a there's even a scene where Dean Cain is talking to Hector Elizondo, you know, and Hector Elizondo, he's all thugged out and everything, and boo-foo and shit. Boo-foo. Check it out my gear. And, and he straight up uh, is concerned about Jamal dating the uh, vice president's daughter. He's like, we can't have her dating someone from the lower social classes. Like, he straight up just says it. Yeah, that's... Like, straight up, yeah, right off the bat. That's pretty funny. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, th- that right there speaks volumes. I mean, especially since Fred Willard's character, you know, uh, Chancellor Huntley, I think that's his name. That's the character's name. Like, he, I mean, he's he's just down with these guys from the get-go, you know? And, of course, you know, Fred Willard, bless him, I mean, bless him, man. He's he's such a great actor and an actual treasure, you know, a national treasure, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's been in, in a lot of great movies, been... But, I mean, his dynamic with the main characters, it's, like, just jovial. It's, like, I mean, he doesn't even care about what they're doing pretty much, especially at the end of the movie. He's just like, oh, yeah, you guys can just stay here. You guys just move right in. You can stay here as long yeah, as you Yeah, you can stay here as long as you need to. It's Thank like, you. Man, that, that's a sweet deal. Like, what? Really? <laughs> man, that's a sweet deal for a couple of stoners, but... But honestly, I mean, I think that the class dynamics is kind of, in this movie are kind of empowering, you know, because in the end, they still overcome Dean Kane. I mean, Dean Kane even goes into full-on freak-out mode and tries to kill them black on straight black up. Rhyme. Black on black He's like, yeah, you straight up saying black on black rhyme. It's like, uh, we, 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 we won't get into that. <laughs> but... Money, yeah, money. I mean, in in I the end, money. I mean, that's kind of interesting that he just goes from straight up derision to just at the end attacking them with a goddamn axe. Damn. You know, it's like, I mean, could there be some symbolism there? Right through I Need Money's coat. Right through I Need Money's coat, and that's enough to make him speak. 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're having fun with this. This is a great, great movie to talk about, honestly. Well, 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 look who we have here. Damn this bike fat as hell. Whoa, 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 don't touch, okay, okay, all right, all right, leave the bike alone. Did you just call me fat? And what is that stench? Oh, that's my cologne, can I buy it for men? I don't know what that is. Forewarning, gentlemen, you better watch your mouths and your behinds. See, I'm looking for the ecstasy. I'm looking for the pot. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for those shrooms. Shit, we looking for that shit, too. What are you talking about? Same, Same thing you're talking, talking about. about. What are we talking about? Look, Gerald, either you're holding or you can get on your little roadster and move the fuck on, okay? It's volunteer officer Picklestein, and I am watching you. Oh, I'm watching you like a hawk. Like a hawk. And there's so many memorable scenes in this movie. I mean, even just starting right off the bat from the opening. Really take a... Oh, that's... Yeah. Now that, that opening is actually just gets right to the point, and it just completely sets everything in motion perfectly. And, of course, that's the, the Rasta man going to Silas for some help getting his... Getting his uh, Johnson up. My Johnson. My Johnson. <laughs> My dick. And, he, and, and that's what's crazy is that Silas straight up has, uh, he has some weed for that. That's funny. That's, that's hilarious, right? Got stuff for cataracts and... Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> yeah, if you look at all the labels on his, on his weed, it's like, oh my God. Lip dick. It's like... But the, the the kicker is, of course, that I mean, it doesn't actually get your shit up, you know. It actually, <laughs> it's like, no, it'll make it won't get, it won't get your drill sergeant to stand at attention, but it'll make you forget that your drill sergeant stands at attention. <laughs> get two blaze, call me in the morning, like a doctor or something. Oh man, <laughs> oh, and then of course Mikey, the crackhead. Oh man, yeah, he he is fucking great, honestly. Hilarious. And I mean, that, that's what's great is that there's a lot of characters that come into this movie and just kind of are never seen again, but they're still so memorable. What was you it? Know? Officer Picklestein with his bike? Yeah, uh, Gerald Picklestein. Ger- Gerald. Yeah, oh, that guy is hilarious. They take his Schwinn, dude, and throw it into the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a great <laughs> scene. I love that. The bicycle scene. And once again, another movie that uses Queen better than Suicide Squad. Right? Yeah. I love Queen. Yet yeah. yet another one. And that was that was perfect. You know, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. That shit. Oh man. That that is just perfection. And then the end result of it. <laughs> I mean, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, there's definitely spoilers here, but I mean I need money, steals this guy's bicycle, runs it into the street. A semi truck runs it over, <laughs> then it backs up to so the driver can ask Gerald for directions. He backs then it all up. backs all the way up over there, and then it drives off all over it again. And then, and then a car with a bunch of guys just just stop and get out, and they just steal <laughs> all of the bike parts. Thrown in the the truck. <laughs> and then they just drive off. It's like, oh, that's perfect. That's My just bike. perfect. My it's like bicycle. insult to injury. Hey, 
for the first time too oh that's beautiful see man see that rainbow in his head <laughs> yeah that that was so beautiful man that was funny but did like did you see how he rolled that shit up out of like a textbook in a textbook <laughs> and he literally put scotch tape around yeah. it like how would that even taste Jeez. could you even smoke scotch tape i don't think so don't right think so. no that would be like industrially adhesive and that was a fucked up joint he rolled <laughs> yeah no shit it's like how, how did he get high off of that it's like, come on, and they, it's like, come on, dude. Use a use a page of the Bible like everyone does in that situation. He's searching in the room for their weeds, and he pulls up a condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so gross. It's disgusting. It's and it's dripping. Ugh. It's literally dripping. It's like, oh my god, Jesus man. Christ. And he, he, he like makes a note. It's like. Sanitize hands with antibacterial <laughs> soap rigorously over and over again, or something to that effect. Yeah. Oh my god, that that shit is so funny. Classic stuff. But how about you know the scene where they dig up John Quincy Adams? <laughs> yeah, they they straight up they dig up a smart person. Dig up, dig up a smart, a smart dead guy, <laughs> thinking that they could smoke him. And like this guy went to Harvard too. <laughs> yeah, they think that they could smoke him and that he'll appear and give them answers for his test scores. Mm. You know, because the, the whole conceit is is that they have a specific uh, weed plant that was uh, grown with. Uh, Silas's uh, friends Ivory's Ivory. ashes. He felt he yeah, after after his himself. after his death, and we'll get to that in a second. Because yeah. that that's a funny shit in its own right. But I mean he grows this plant, they smoke it, and they can and his friend Ivory shows up and gives him the answers for all the tests because he's dead, you know, and he just shows up after smoking after smoking weed with uh, his homie's ashes in it. How long did it take to grow? Like two months or <laughs> Yeah. And, and and Ivory shows up to Gerald. Like, that's even funnier when he shows up. He's like, whoa. Whoa. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, what would you do if you were high and you saw that shit? I'd, I'd flip out. Yeah, it's like, man, is there PCP or some shit in this? They'd probably lock me up if we're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's like going to the nut house shit right there. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 like the uh, orientation scene, you know, where they uh, come in, they first meet Dean Cain. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. It's like, yeah, and they just tear into him so badly, man. Jimmy the Cricket suit. <laughs> Power suit. Dynamite disco. Dynamite like something disc- to that effect. Richard Pryor. <laughs> and everybody is just laughing at him, man. <laughs> everybody is just straight laughing at his ass. Oh, yeah, and we also first meet, uh, I believe his name is Jerry or Jeffrey. Jeff- oh, they're two roommates. Yeah, well, the first oh. of the roommate, the uh, white kid. And then the Chinese guy, yeah, too. Yeah, the Chinese guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I forgot their names. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Jeffrey and Tuan. I think that's uh, that was their names. Cool. That was the two roommates. The youngest Harvard child prodigy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the youngest har- child prodigy, prodigy at Harvard. <laughs> I'm far East Coast. You East Coast? I'm far East Coast. It's like, oh, man, that's a great... There's so many great quotes from this movie. It's like, dude, you, we, we'll get along together. We'll get, you know, we'll I, I think to this day, I could walk up to my brother and go, popcorn player. Like... I mean, he he'll do it with me, man. He'll he'll know exactly what it is because my my brother and I like we watched this movie a lot, oh, like yeah. a lot back in the day. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh man, the Halloween party is fucking great, man. There's so much that happens there. Like for instance, we have one of many celebrity cameos. We have Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, yeah. or at least a couple of uh, cameos, I think. Yeah, yeah, Cypress Hill, I mean, they're great in their couple of scenes that they're in, you know? Like, they didn't have DJ Muggs. I mean, so, like, I Need Money, he, he was the one with the that DJ. was DJing for them. He pulls out that plate. It's like, this is going to be a long night. Nice, nice. <laughs> and also, that's where uh, Silas and uh, Lauren pretty much hook up, you yeah, know? That party. Yeah, at that party. Yeah, I mean, Bart's that, that, being a dick. Or, yeah, Bart was being a dick and talking about her ass sticking out too far, which is like, dude, oh, come on, a dick, yeah. dude, come the fuck on. I I don't see how you can, you know, complain about some booty. Oh man, you're definitely not getting any. <laughs> oh, that what, what an <laughs> asshole. Oh well, he deserves it. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, Bart, that motherfucker. I'm the captain of the team. This is basketball. <laughs> He's a captain. This isn't basketball, Jamal. Jamal. Jermaine. Jermaine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he is such a dick. Oh, my God. Privileged asshole with a probably driving escalator. Yeah, and fucking just dating a black girl just so he can say he's dating a black girl. Like, you, you know that's what he's doing. Like, he sees that as just as a personal victory. Yeah. She's not giving it to him, right? Oh, hell no. I mean, at the end of the movie, she just says, like, Bart... You can't satisfy me. Like, just straight up. Oh. It's like, that's like a slap to the face for a guy. Like, honestly. And so this is all, but I can. <laughs> but I can. <laughs> that's exactly the way to end the movie right there. It's like, you can't satisfy me, honey. And then he comes in like, but I can. Mr. T. It's like, the end. Like, that party's so lame. Everybody's over there at the other party. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the the scene where uh, Silas and Jamal actually meet is pretty interesting as well, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean that that's an immortal quote right there. Like it's some place that hilarious. each and each and every stoner has been at. You know, you either have a catastrophic loss of weed or you have nothing to smoke it out of. I got no blunt. I got my weed. <laughs> oh shit, my weed. So you got blunt? I got weed. Okay. Like, got blunt? Got weed? Got weed. It's like. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes, man. <laughs> Trying to calm the nerves down, too. He's <laughs> like, yeah, for sure, man. Like, yeah. I figured take the test high, get high scores. It's like, I mean, why not? Well, why not? Yeah, stands to reason, right? <laughs> Feel a lot better, less nervous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, we, we got to talk about the black history class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think that Spalding Gray is the... Uh, 
as the fucking uh, teacher, and he's like full on militant black uh, black nationalismist or whatever. White man, teacher straight black up black history. power all the way, man. And it's like, yeah, I'm raising my fist as well, dude. It's like hell yeah, <laughs> that that was awesome. Your goddamn Uncle Tom's. Oh yeah, he tells those <laughs> other two black kids to fucking get up. Say, like, lynch me, lynch me for what my people have done to you. It's like, oh well, hell yeah. Jesus <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. Like, uh, I'm a white man it's teaching black history. <laughs> that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, for what they did to us. It's like, that's right. <laughs> Fuck history. <laughs> Take it long, long shit. <laughs> Oh, that's such a great scene. It's like, who invented the air conditioner? A black oh, man. Black man. It's like so much so much truth in that scene, man. So like, I mean that that was actually I mean, a few attempts at social commentary in this movie. That was interesting, I say. I don't know if it hit the target, but it was interesting. Also, I mean talk about uh how Ivory died. Oh yeah, how Ivory died. Oh man. So Ivory was initially supposed to have a date with this girl. Chickenheads.com. Chickenheads.com. <laughs> and she just rejects him. I mean, he changed up his style. He had the skid mark of Buddha on his... <laughs> got them dreads. <laughs> he got them dreads. He's just looking all janky and shit. And she's just like, oh, hell no. Hell no. Watch so dance with wolves. Like, I already dances with wolves with you, bitch. <laughs> I hope you get a vibe. I hope I get you virus. You and your computer. Oh, it's like, ah, oh, that's mean. That's so mean. A little misogynistic, maybe. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, you know, stoner she, movies. She's got in her cars, but I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man, then there's the scenes with uh, baby powder. Baby powder. Mike Epps. Mike Epps. Yeah, the baby pimp. powder, you know, the pimp. Been pimping since pimping since, since pimping. been pimping since been pimping. My baby powder. It's like n- nobody says now nothing like you say. It, I don't know what that shit means. He's a baby powder before he pimp slept somebody. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> Friday. Well, that's what she told Coco Butter. Now these bitches better be out here getting my money. You know, Helen back is my bottom bitch. You know that, right? Right, right. Okay. Powder. Now the bitch better be out here checking my motherfucking money. Please don't don't cuss. You know when I'm trying to listen to the word, no, Lord, don't like that. What did I say? You said bitch, and bitch ain't in the Bible. I know bitch, and neither is motherfucker. So drive this motherfucking car. And you, uh, you are uh, uh, assistant pimp. You ain't even a real pimp. So you're supposed to be co-signing to the shit that I say. You want to lose your job? I'm going to pull your motherfucking application. Now let's practice it. Where's my bitches? Where's my bitches? Where's my bitches? Where's my bitches? You got to say it together. It goes in together. Where my bitches? Where my bitches? Okay, check this out. Okay. Where my bitch? Where my bitch? Can't we just say employees? What about your employees? No, fuck that. This pimping that I got in my blood, it came from a family tree. My granddaddy was a pimp. My great, great, great granddaddy was a pimp. I'm talking about pimping been since pimping since pimping since pimping since pimping. Pimpin 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 it's in your blood. It's line, in my baby. blood, and you it's will in never your blood be that. Line. Uh, why, 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 uh, because you was born. All the people in your family were assistant pimps. Pimps, sir. Pimp, I never denied you that. I thought you was the one the Lord chose. 
If it had not been for the Lord, I wouldn't have not had a nail, another bitch coming to my life. Not a nail, not a bitch. Nobody say that now, nothing like you say that now, nothing. Not a nail, not a bitch. And I still don't know what that shit means, but it sounds good about it. Nail, not a mean. Don't get a nail, nothing. But I mean, you can tell that Mike Epps was having fun in that role. Hilarious. I mean, he, there's even some scenes where he's just straight smiling. He's just like, oh man, he's high as fuck, and he's just having a blast. Having a good time. It looked like everybody was having a good time, but you could also tell that a lot of the actors they really. Uh, they were very professional about their yeah, Mike Epps is from the two Friday movies too. Yeah, and they had some great a great cast here, man. Hector Elizondo, Spalding Gray, Oba Babatunde. Like he he was the guy who played. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He he played Dean Cain. Of course, old girl that played uh, Lisa Tuttle. Um, <laughs> Saved by the Bell. The Bell chicks. Yeah, I would say this is a way better role for a former uh, Saved by the Bell alum than uh, Showgirls was for Elizabeth Berkeley. <laughs> It's like, oh, poor Elizabeth Berkley. Poor girl. It was Chuck Liddell in there for a second. Yeah, that's right. Chuck Liddell was in there for a very brief party. second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's almost like blinking, you'll miss it. Yeah. Like straight up. MMA fight. Click, click, pull. <laughs> click, click, boom. On oh, that fucking song. Jesus. Fucking butt rock. That's what that is. <laughs> straight butt rock. <laughs> like, seriously, man. I mean, oh, Love it, also, and yeah, I mean, there was a lot of great performances throughout this this entire movie. I mean, Method Man and Red Man themselves. I mean, oh, it, and the boat paddling too. I mean, in the end, they were just playing themselves, and I think that's what actually kind of sells it a little just bit. Playing themselves. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not like superlative actors, but I mean, they they do what they do well, and they do this movie well. Making the transition from rapper to actor real quick. Yeah, and they they and they. They did that pretty well, you know. I mean, there's some instances where it was a little janky for some people, yeah, for some did. rappers. They did good. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the soundtrack was actually pretty good as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it had, like, James Brown, like, in, in that party scene. <laughs> like, like, oh, no, the, the, the uh, in the scene where, like, um, where Lauren uh, shows off her, uh, the bong, shows oh, off yeah. Brendan Franklin's bong, that's yeah. so fucking great. And then... Dean Kane is fired, and then they play the big payback by James Brown, and that is just perfect. The big payback. The big payback. Oh, man, I love old school James Brown, dude. It's just something about that production that just Get gets, you, gets you Get moving, man. I love it. James Brown. Fucking love it. And, of course, the, the songs that uh, Method Man and Red Man did for this was pretty awesome. And if you listen hard enough, I mean, there's some Parliament and Funkadelic on this i mean there's like um man what else was on this Mm -hmm. soundtrack there was a lot of different artists on here oh yeah rammstein was on here dude there was a rammstein's do host nwa too yeah that's right nwa was in there yeah definitely very briefly i mean i think there may have been of course there was a reference to a wu-tang uh song i mean it wasn't this it wasn't the actual song it was just mike epps but i mean Mm -hmm. i think that was still credited on the soundtrack but yeah, the soundtrack definitely makes the movie uh, flow a little bit, you know? Because like I said earlier, this is almost like a stream of consciousness in a way. It, it really seems like everything just kind of flows from one end and it just kind of doesn't stop, you know? And then I think that's what, what really works for this movie is the pacing in a way, right? Yeah. Right? Everything just flows together. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and for all intents and purposes, it is pretty much just sometimes it's like random non sequitur scenes kind of thrown in there. You know, you're just like, wow, where did that come from? Where you meet the when they meet those nerds, it's like we're virgins. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. It's like that just kind of comes out of nowhere, it's like, and it's <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> it hits it hits the punchline, and then it's just. I mean, you don't. I mean, you hear from the characters again, but it's like. It's like, wow, where did that come from? Right. I mean, other than just establishing that Silas and Jamal get some, they get make some the, sex, you they know. They make their girls go wild with you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so ridiculous. Start selling it on campus. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous, man. <laughs> so we're doing this episode for the 420 holiday. And if, if you're a stoner like us, that is a day that definitely means it's something. National, national for holiday for us. Shit, in many ways, international holiday. Even. International. I mean, every year I've always made it a point to celebrate 420 in some way, you know? Yeah. Like, like I mean, how do you feel about the holiday in general, you know? I used to like watch G four all the time for the four twenty. I, I know. Right? I remember back in the day. Was they, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On four twenty, they would have all kinds of interesting uh, programming. Like they would be in Amsterdam, or they'd be in Jamaica, mm -hmm. getting stoned or something. They actually have a documentary on Olivia how, Mon, uh, right? and <laughs> you know, on how four twenty came to be. Oh yeah, I saw that episode. I watched. We watched all that live, right? Yeah, we had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it was all broadcast like mm -hmm. live, and then they would just uh, the host segments were live, and then they would uh, show uh, some shows. And I think Attack of the Show was live. Yeah, and from Another. Jamaica a couple of times. More gaming. I miss G four, man. Right, like Ninja Warrior too. Yeah, right? that was where that was where Ninja Warrior came from. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, they see the American version on uh, on. I think it's NBC, right? Or is it ABC? One of those is maybe it's like Spike or Pop or something. No, I'm, no, I'm no. Sure. It's it's one of the the letter the alphabet networks. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be NBC. NBC. But I mean, it, it's pretty similar to it. But yeah. I mean, I the don't Japanese know. Japanese version is the best. Though. The Japanese version is amazing. The obstacle course is just crazy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they they imported a lot of. Uh, obstacles from that but mm -hmm. yeah that that's a pretty good show but yeah 420 on g4 that was definitely a great memory you know i mean i kind of wish that g4 was still around but yeah it was, it was a bunch of bullshit that kind of took that down I, I think they even showed like certain movies like didn't they show like a, a stoner version of night of the living dead or something like that <laughs> i don't remember that <laughs> I mean, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I remember it was like they dubbed it over to sound really silly, like the, the entire original Romero film. Oh, yeah, the original the '69 one. Yeah, the original '69 one, yeah. and they just dubbed it to, to be 69. kind of very silly and stonerific and stuff like well, that. They did that to a classic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did that to Night of the Living Dead. I mean, well, remember Night of the Living Dead is in the public domain. Like anyone can pretty much make a, uh, I, I don't know after they released it on Criterion if it's on the private domain, on the public domain, I should say. But yeah, they actually uh, made a uh, made a version of that with uh, dubbed uh, dubbed uh, dialogue and everything. Gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it's on uh, YouTube or anything. So what is what is uh, your overall favorite movie to get high to in general? Oh, we left out Harold and Kumar. Right? Oh, yeah, that's I right. I like that one. From, as far as stoner movies well, that was concerned, 2005. Yeah. Harold, that was not that old. I mean, for it at wasn't, that time. No, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like, just over 10 years, honestly. Original Kumar, 
Hurling Oh, yeah, yeah, go to White Castle. It's like, that's a fun movie. Like, I'm down to watch that anytime. And that's, that's probably the only movie that probably bests how high, honestly. Yeah. The opening where he's just waiting for him to yeah, get I home. Think it's even, I think it's even better than Half-Baked, to tell the truth. The opening scene really gets still us. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. funny as hell. <laughs> it really is, man. That is some hilarious shit. But as far as just movies in general, like what movies have you gotten high to and what's your favorite movies to get high to? I have to say uh, Friday, the Christmas one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that one is, that third one's one. great. <laughs> And, uh, Doesn't that have Cat Williams and Terry Crews in it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> that is some funny shit. The uh, nuts and the nuts and a vice grip or in the pliers scene. Getting checked by Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, the, the first Friday is always going to be the best, but that one is actually pretty decent to put on. Like all, all three of the Friday movies are pretty okay to well, watch. Next Friday, Friday after the next. Yeah. Yeah, next Friday is actually surprisingly watchable. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the characters return. Rancho Cucamongo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, they even had Debo come back in the second one. Yeah. It's like Debo. Debo. The fall is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Got bit by a stinky dog. <laughs> I mean, I generally, when I get high... Sometimes, it, sometimes I like horror movies, and other times I just like to watch like Mystery Science Theater three thousand and just yeah. you know jam on some old school shit from my childhood. You oh, know, yeah. but I mean also sometimes uh, a- old school action movies are good for that. You know, like Die Hard is actually pretty fun to smoke too. Like smoking and watching the new Star Wars, any Star Wars movie that comes. Oh out. yeah, yeah. Getting high and watching old school Star Wars is what's up. Like honestly, classic. Classic shit, man. <laughs> Stuff never goes out of date. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I know it's not necessarily movies, but anything from Adult Swim is definitely killer whenever you're smoking. <laughs> like, pretty much anything by them. Especially the old school stuff, like... Uh, cartoons. Oh, yeah, cartoons Cartoon, in general are Cartoon fun. Network. Yeah. Invader Zim or... Oh, I like what? Yeah, like I watch Hey Arnold, Little Stone, or whatever. Oh man, that's fun. <laughs> I, I love watching Nicktoon Stone. It's like a whole nother dimension. Oh yeah. I, I still haven't really watched uh, Ren and Stimpy High just yet. Yeah, I haven't seen all that. Oh man. But uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. I I actually have that entire series on DVD. The whole series. That is actually a lot of fun to watch. Good stuff. Especially when you get high. You have, like, Cat Dog, too. I mean, that's hilarious. Cat Dog was great. I mean, as far as movies, though, I mean, sometimes I like to put on, like, the old slashers. Yeah, like I do. Friday that. the 13th is actually very uh, amenable to smoking. You know, I'll, I'll smoke and I'll watch, like, low-budget indie films. That yeah, that's always s- fun. Scary low-budget horrors. Yeah. Right? And then there's just some movies that are just so fucked up that you kind of have to have some weed and some booze to watch it. Like, I Spit on Your Grave yeah. or... Or even like funny games or something like that. You ever seen like sleepaway camps? Like, oh yeah, I've seen the first sleepaway camp. Yeah, the first one was creepy. With like the, the the other two, teenage wasteland. And yeah, the, the other two, two I'm only really aware of by way of uh, the cinema snob reviews. Those, that those are Brad good. Jones did. Yeah, yeah, They're not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you have like uh, which which one do you have on DVD? I don't, I don't have, I think I have them on Netflix, really. Yeah. Oh, you don't have any? I, I remember, I thought you showed me a Sleepaway Camp DVD. Sleepaway Camp? Oh, I think I showed you on my phone. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like sorority house massacre. Like I think I showed you stuff I wanted to get, like yeah. my wish list or something. Yeah, I mean, old school slasher <laughs> yeah. movies are great to watch. Stoned. Hell yeah, man. Because I mean, some of them can just be so fucking silly that yeah. it's just like, oh man, how could anybody have ever ever really taken this seriously? Still good. I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, like for instance, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. That's that's definitely another stoner classic. horror classic. Watch it for the art, all the lens work. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I mean, just the griminess of that one, it just kind of lends well to getting high and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Also, you know, like the Terminator movies are good. You know, just just smoke a couple of blunts while watching that shit. Watch a whole series. Watch yeah. the whole series, but especially those first two movies. Judgment Day. I oh, mean, Judgment Day is great. Man, you can't remake that one. That one's bad. Oh, hell no, man. Also, any of the Paul Verhoeven movies are top notch when it comes to getting high man like like showgirls everybody needs to get really really baked and watch that one at least once because that is just hilarious and it's actually a well-constructed movie to tell the truth it's not necessarily well acted especially not by elizabeth berkeley but you yeah. know right what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah what are you going to do gentlemen this institution has graduated countless fortune 500 ceos 41 noble lariats and six presidents. Again, those all them fly-ass women that Chancellor was talking about. I mean, so far, I've only seen some stuck-up, nerdy-ass-looking women up there. You were dropping Cheetos on an original 18th century hand-woven tapestry. You mean this carpet? This is out of my personal collection. I got this in my travels to Nepal. Man, I know the bitch that make these rugs. You know why I mean in the I remember that. <laughs> it means the world to me. Now, as I was saying, here at Harvard, we have very high standards. Any student on a scholarship must maintain at least a 2.0 average or you will be expelled. It's good to know we have the support of the faculty, Dean. And don't you worry, me and Jamal here, we're all about good grades. Is that right, Mr. King? Hell, motherfucker. Yes, sir, Dean King, sir. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I guess this is the time where we start to wrap things up. Robert, what are your final thoughts on this movie? Um, I wish they could have made another one, too. Yeah, supposedly they've been trying to make one, like, ever since uh, the first one was released, but apparently, I, th I think it was Universal, right? Like Universal? Yeah, they, yeah. they still own the rights to Hell High, and they're not letting it go for some reason. Selfish bastards. Yeah, no shit, man. I hate that shit. Fucking bastards. It's like, that, that's the same reason why Tom Green can't make another Freddy Got Fingered, or... or or uh, actually release a director's cut of Freddy Got Fingered. Hilarious. <laughs> That's a movie we're going to feature uh, sometime soon in its own right because I think that that is a goddamn work of art. That That's pure genius. Jesus. I remember putting that on in front of my dad. He was like, what the hell are we watching? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we, we're not even going to get into any of it, man. We're just going to save it for the episode that we do. No spoilers. Whenever, we'll save it. Whenever we do it. I mean, that's that's a fantastic movie. And Criterion, you need to release that film. Criterion Collection. Everybody hound the Criterion Collection. Make them release that movie. Like, seriously. Do it. It deserves a proper... It deserves a proper release, I think. 
Nibbles, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot we're still watching Half-Baked when we're talking about how high. That, that's how stoned we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're that stoned. We're not even watching the right movie. I think we just love movies in general, huh? Oh, yeah, of course. We totally love movies in general. But when you stay on top of it. Yeah. Right, but anyway, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. We are now on WordPress and Tumblr. And we're also on Google Play. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, YouTube. Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram us. And also look for us on Patreon. Please donate to us. We definitely want to try to turn this into something to make a living, maybe. You can find some of my movies on Facebook, too. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Robert Ortegon, give, give, what's your uh, handle on on, fit, on Twitter? Um... Uh, I do have a Twitter account. I don't have anything set up really yet. I haven't even tweeted yet. Oh, man, you got to start tweeting, dude. Yeah. Like, especially if you're going to be involved with a podcast, man. Yeah. Like, I need to get myself uh, a... Uh, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah, I got to get myself my own thing. But anyway, thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, enjoy your 420 holiday. Happy 420. Bye, everybody. Yeah. See you later, everybody. Collateral Cinema out. You know, before I forget, our intro song is by Dark Sun. Check him out on Twitter. Collateral Cinema out. Collateral Cinema is an L Company production. All music and movie clips are owned by the respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.